Hello and welcome to the Dog Pod, where we're sharing amazing ways that dogs enrich our everyday lives and how we can enrich their lives in return. I'm Sue Ellen, the host of the Dog Pod, and each fortnight we'll have guests and discussions about why dogs are actually man's best friend. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode, and we'll see you in the Dog Pod. Hello, hello, and in today's mini episode, we're going to be talking about ways to make mealtime as much more fun and interesting for your dog. So we have become very used to feeding dogs out of a bowl, and I think that's derived from convenience. It's obviously easy for us. The dog knows when they're going to get their food and how they're going to get their food. But I think these days there's a greater awareness of just making things more fun and enriching the lives of your dog, which is what this podcast is all about. So one of the ways you can do that, and probably one of the easiest and fun ways, is actually to make feeding a lot more fun for your dog. So really, why would you bother? We all live busy lives. We've got loads of things to do. Feeding the dog is just another chore in your day, probably once or twice a day. So why would we want to take the extra time? Well, as I mentioned, it it actually makes a lot more fun for your dog that's one reason the other reason is it can slow down their meal times if you've got a dog like mine my dog Ben he will inhale his meals into seconds flat and if you use an alternate feeding method which I'll describe to you soon it actually slows down his meal times to about 20 minutes depending on what method I'm using The benefits of that is that, well, obviously there's some mental stimulation for them because they have to think about how they're going to get their food. The other way, the other reason is that it's actually better for them from a gastrointestinal perspective, like, and also it minimizes any risk of choking as well. All of those are probably a little bit rare, but still, if you can avoid it, it's probably good practice to try and do that. So let's talk about different options for this enrichment feeding or making mealtimes more fun. Let's start with my favorite one. Um, This is using a lick mat. For those of you that aren't familiar with a lick mat, it's literally an inexpensive piece of rubber that's usually a square. Sometimes it comes in different shapes, but it's also got a textured surface on the top. So the idea is that you can put wet food or dried food on top of this mat and your dog has to um, lick the food off it. Now, the benefits of a lick mat is licking is supposed to be a relaxing behavior for the dog, so it can actually calm some dogs down that may be a little bit hyperactive or very excited during mealtimes. Now, one of the best ways to use a lick mat is actually to get some wet food and just get a spatula or a knife and smear the wet food so it actually goes into the recesses a little bit, which means that the your dog has to work a little bit harder to get that food out of the mat. But you can actually scatter dried food on top of it if you want to in conjunction with the wet food. Um, And you can choose to put any kind of food you want there. The dog just has to take it off the mat. I've personally found it really beneficial because as I mentioned earlier, Ben can have his meal inhaled in two or three seconds, literally. And if I give him a lick mat, he can take 20 minutes to get all the food off the lick mat. So 
it actually extends his meal time and gives him something to do for a lot longer period. So lick mats are really easy to come by. You can get them on in any store. You can get them in our store. You can pretty much get them anywhere and they're pretty inexpensive. You can also use the lick mat to distract them when you're doing things that they're not super happy about, like bathing them. You can stick the lick mat onto a wall and get them to lick some food off that. So it has loads of other benefits as well. That's probably my number one favorite way of making mealtime more interesting because it has the other added benefit of being very quick to prepare. It really doesn't take that much longer to smear some wet food on the lick mat than it does to put it in a bowl. The other option you can use is um, you can try scatter feeding. And scatter feeding is great if you're feeding your dog mostly kibble. So you can do scatter feeding two ways. One doesn't cost you anything and one you can actually um, buy a toy that helps you with the scatter feeding. But basically if we look at the low cost or no cost option, it's literally scattering the kibble in an area like your lawn or your garden um, and allowing your dog to go searching for the food. So the best way to do this is probably to do it in a small defined area first until they get the idea and then broaden the size of the area out. So it means they actually have to go looking for this food and hunting for this food. So it's a good activity to do for them. If you don't have a yard or you like to feed your dog inside, then you can do this in different ways inside as well. You can hide small bowls of food or treat in the house and they have to go looking for the food. You can actually buy a toy which looks like um, blades of grass and you can put your dried food in that small toy and they have to work a little bit harder to get that food because the blades are high. So they have to kind of get their nose into the little crevices to get that food. But scatter feeding is a great thing to try and with any of these suggestions I'm going to give you you don't have to do them every day but if you can incorporate it into your routine when you have time it's great for your dog. Third option I'd like to talk to you about today is actually puzzle feeding. So I'm not sure whether any of you have seen the various puzzles that are available on the market but they're they're little toys that have different um, caps or flips. By flips I mean little lids that flip up. You also can get ones that spin around so that and that has different levels in it so the dog has to spin each level to get the food and so there's lots of different places that you can hide the food and your pup has to work out how to get the food. Now if your pup hasn't done a puzzle before you have to be a little bit patient when you give them to them for the first time because it, they can get a bit confused about what it is that they're supposed to do, particularly if they've been fed in a bowl for a while. So you just give them some encouragement, you show them where to find the food and eventually they'll work it out. There's lots of different types of these puzzles and there's lots of different levels of difficulty um, one of my favorites because there's a brand that's been a while for a long time is called Nina Otterson and she's developed quite complex puzzles which have different levels and it's quite clear what levels are for your dog. So I would normally start my dog on a beginner to intermediate because a lot of them, they're, they're food motivated, they work them out quite quickly so you don't want them to get too bored. 
Um, I started Ben with a Nina Otterson brick, and that's still my go-to. Um, it's very easy to clean. I put it in the dishwasher. The bits come apart. Um, so again, it's a pretty easy way to distribute the food into all these little containers and for them to work it out. And I found the brick, as I said, very easy and dishwasher safe. You can also get toys that are sort of halfway between scatter feeding and puzzle feeding. Um, and these are usually, these are snuffle mats of some kind. So you can get a variety of different snuffle mats. Some literally look like a tufted bath mat and you can scatter the food in there and your dog has to snuffle through all the long bits of fabric to find where the food is. Obviously best for dried food. There are others that look a bit more like a child's play mat that has different pockets and different sort of toys and things that have to be pulled apart to get the food, again, a dry food. You can also get snuffle balls, which are balls that have um, like folded fabric inside them. So again, you put all your dried food into these little snuffle balls and the dog has to snuffle in and, and find it and the added difficulty obviously with a ball is it's not going to stay still and flat it'll move around so that adds to the stimulation of the feeding there's loads of different options around um, there are toys that can come apart with velcro that you have to pull apart and find find the food with the snuffle mats obviously there's the added difficulty of laundering them and with some of the toys obviously it's going to take you a bit of time to insert the kibble or whatever food you're using into those little folds and burrows so you just have to decide how much time you have to spend doing that but again another great option to add to all the choices that you do have to feed your dog. So that's a snapshot of some options that you can use to make mealtimes more interesting that won't take too much time or break the bank as well. In the next upcoming episodes, I might touch on some really low costs just to, again, treat your dog or reward them or, again, different ways of feeding. There's lots and lots of different ways that you can do that without spending a fortune. So we'll cover off some more of those in the future. I hope you found this helpful and until the next episode, we'll see you then. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. And don't forget to join us again in two weeks' time. Until then, have a great week. We'll see you then. Bye-bye.